the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, a new live local show on K-Praise designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Hey, it's a glorious day for the churches of San Diego County, and it's a great time for them and us to come together. San Diego, I'm Kaz Taylor, and I've got a guest uh, host with me today. His name is Pastor Roland Slade, Meridian Baptist. Hey. Hey, Kaz, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing fine. We're going to talk a little bit more, but you know, my listening friend, guess what we have today? We have original music, we have uh, conference updates, and lots and lots of people, but we're also going to talk with some movie moguls that are starring in a movie and producing a movie called I Can Only Imagine. That's coming up very soon. I can hardly contain myself. But before we do, I want to talk with one of our prayer group members and uh, let them let you know what's going on behind the scenes. You know, every time we do this show, we have live prayer warriors that are just standing by. They're praying over the show, but they're also available to uh, pray for you if you need their prayer. And I will be talking with them very shortly because I want you to hear what they have to say. And, uh, uh, and because you need to know that this show isn't going on in a vacuum. Roland, the whole idea, you know, you know the value of prayer coverage and prayer support. Absolutely. That's foundational. That's, uh, you know, prayer is the the power behind the the scenes and uh, what really kind of gets us going. One of the things that I'm sure that you do within your church, and I I have to say, my listening friend, I visited Roland's church a a, a few weeks ago, and it was the most remarkable experience. Uh, As soon as I came in, it was during a Bible study time, and the uh, heavyset guy, just a great guy, he said, put a name tag on so we know who you are, and he engaged me from the very beginning. Remarkable. Anyway, your church is bathed in prayer as well. You know, it's hard to survive without that. Oh, you can't. Because there's just no way, especially in the in the church, so much is going on that if you're not, you know, praying as a family, because yes. we know that you know the family that prays together stays together. <laughs> so you got to do that. That's got to be again foundational in the church, and it's something that we do at Meridian, not only at the building, but yes. also you know, or on our campus, but really in homes and in the neighborhood. Exactly. And the scripture that says pray without ceasing, it's hard to get away from it, isn't it? Yeah, as long as you don't pray on the freeway with your eyes closed. <laughs> and your knees bowed. That, that's, you know, ask for supernatural protection on things like that. Well, in a moment, we're going to be able to bring in our prayer person and uh, just talk with them and let you, my listening friend, know what's going on. Amy, are you there? Hello, Amy, are you there? Yes, I'm there. Hi, you're there. And this is Amy. She's got a prayer team handy right now, and they're praying on behalf of this radio show. But they're also available for you, my friend, if you happen to have a need. Uh, We're going to be giving the prayer 
phone line number throughout the show. And if you have a need or you want to find out more about the Lord Jesus Christ or difficulties that you're not having the answer to, in fact, I'm going to give you that number right now. Write it down because throughout the show, this phone line will be available. And that phone number is 858 535 9090. Again, 858-535-9090. Imee and the team are available to pray for you if you would like. Imee, what's going on? What's in your, a burden of your heart right now as, as far as the show and San Diego and come together, San Diego? Well, the, on my heart is that people began to understand that God is moving in a mighty way, and he's bringing us together in love to be a body of Christ, not separated but one body yes. so that we all function together and that we begin to show love because he said that we'll know that we're his disciples by the love that we have Very for good. one another. And I understand another so person that, another person that's on the prayer team with you is Sandra. Uh, and is Therese there as well? Not at the moment. Okay, let's talk she to Sandra. Be. Hey, Sandra, how you doing? Doing well. Very good. good. Uh, a, a very brief word of wisdom and encouragement for people. Oh, I just think we're in an exciting time and, and just seeing the uh, the goodness of God in our lives and uniting the hearts of people throughout the uh, region, throughout the city, and just watching what the Lord does as we, you know, love one another, prefer one another in love, and really care for one another yes. so that those around will look and say, what a great group of people. I want to be a part of this. Behold how they love one another. Sandra is Sandra Burkhart. She's one of the pastors at uh, Beach Chapel in Encinitas. So we've got some serious prayer warriors, I'm telling you, my listening friend. Uh, ladies, thank you for joining on the show live. Now uh, uh, let's get to it, and thank you for your prayer support as we go. Good to see you, Amy. Thank Imi. you for letting us. And Sandra. <laughs> Thanks. God bless you Bye-bye. guys. So, you know, Roland, it's kind of nice to know that, you know, when you do a show, and a lot of times people just are there and they grab their satchel, they go before a microphone and they just talk. And it's nice to know that there are people praying to support what's going on. And, you know, the, the enemy does not want a show like this to happen. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm I'm really kind of sitting here amazed at all the things and buttons and things that could go wrong. Um, but God is just blessing us to be here, and I'm so thankful for Imi and, and Sandra's prayers. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, one of the things that uh, we do here at the beginning of the show, my listening friend, you need to know this, too, <laughs> but we try to put kind of uh, the, the the dipstick of for oil to check the oil in the engine at the very beginning and see what else is going on in San Diego County. And you and I have a friend. His name is Craig Muster, the Awakening International Ministry, and, and uh, his sidekick Bray Wyckoff, uh, they're doing a, a ministry right now, right now, wow. at a place called Cross Point Church, and it has to do with uh, the uh, the Kingdom Creative Conference, and uh, I want to see if Craig can tell us a little bit about that. Craig, are you there, Pastor Craig Muster? Yes, here, here. How's it going? <laughs> Good. Uh, last time I saw you, I think it was yesterday, and you had the the bubblings of a major event going on. Can you give us an update? This is the last day of that event, yes? And tell us briefly in about a minute or so, what's going on there? Because there may be some people that are just meandering around in their car or close by that could kind of jet over there and uh, get a piece of the action. Oh, yeah, we are having an absolute blast. We have Lynn Vincent, who is the author of Heaven is for Real. Yes. And she's written several other books. She is one of our keynote speakers, and she is speaking there tonight. But she targeted the message of 
really how to handle fear. What do we do with fear? How do we create in the midst of being afraid rather than waiting for the fear to leave to begin to create? Uh, she's, man, she's tearing it up. And what an amazing communicator she is. Yes. And inviting us into the process of dealing with some of those main sensors that keep us from creating. And so she's actually wrapping it up tonight. She's going to give us what she calls, you know, the silver bullet tonight <laughs> on how to deal with fear and, and how to create anyway. So yes. uh, we're very excited. And of course, doing it at Cross Point Life Church with Barry Sappington. We have several pastors coming together for this event, that interdependence thing that's happening within our region that yes. is absolutely amazing. Now, Craig, uh, Pastor Craig Muster and... Co- uh, uh, I, I guess Bray's out doing other things, but uh, Craig, is, is it too late to send, have people come by and stick their nose in uh, or not? No, come on, come on, come on tonight. We got a bunch of hungry people, a bunch of people that love to create. And of course, they're not all book writers. A lot of them are, are artists, songwriters, uh, some of them entrepreneurs, business people. And we just believe San Diego's design is to be a renaissance city, a prototype city that is creative in every sphere of influence to bring the glory of God to earth, to put on display the glory of God, and that's what we're going to do tonight. So come on by Cross Point Life Church tonight, guys. You're going to get activated, you're going to get set free, you're going to get unleashed to see your creativity pour out on San Diego and the nation. Thank you, Craig Muster, the Awakening International Ministries as well. Cross Point Life Church is where this is happening in La Mesa, so uh, Google it, Cross Point Life Church in La Mesa, and stick your nose in and uh, get blessed. Thank you, Craig, for joining us on the show. We appreciate that. God bless you mightily. Roland says hello, too. Hey, hey Craig, how you doing? <laughs> Good, man. How are you? I'm, I'm blessed, brother. Ooh. Come on. Okay. Hey, awesome. I might stop by on my way home. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look it. out, world. Hey, guys, thank you for joining us, uh, Craig and, and team over there at uh, Cross Point Life Church. Roland, isn't it amazing what God is doing in San Diego County? It is. It really is amazing. It's uh, a little town, really, when you think about it. It's it is. a small village. It is. That. We're all pulling together. Pulling in the same direction. Yeah, if there was a time where we weren't pulling in the same Absolutely. direction, but yeah. we're going to talk a little bit more about that in future segments, what that has looked like <laughs> and what God really wants it to look like. Because we're coming up against yeah. a break here, my friends. Okay. And I want you to know in the next segment, are you ready for this? Many of you already know that there's a blockbuster movie that has just been released Friday. It's called I Can Only Imagine. That has been released, but not only that, but we have the main female lead calling us in the next quarter hour, and we're going to find out more about that. Her name is Madeline Carroll, and she played the lead role of Shannon in this wonderful movie about the song and songwriter from uh, Mercy Me, and the song, of course, as I can only imagine, <laughs> you need to see that. But we're going to talk to the actual, the main lead female person. She played Shannon, and we're going to also talk with her producer as well, and we're going to have fun. So that's coming up next, so we don't want you to go away. This is Come Together San Diego. Stay right where you are. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor on AM 1210 K-Praise. Glad you're back with us. Pastor Roland Slade is here, and he and I are going to talk a little bit more about what's going on in San Diego and beyond and uh, thank you for joining us on Come Together San Diego. You know, I, I saw a movie this a couple days ago. It was the preview uh, release of a movie, 
And it was a remarkable movie. It's called I Can Only Imagine. You've heard a little bit about it, huh, Pastor Roland? I certainly have. And uh, I, I, you're going to see it. I haven't seen it yet. Well, but uh, I'm looking forward to going to see it. <laughs> After this segment, you're going to want to. You know, we had a bunch of. Uh, uh, field reporters running around at the movie to review it. And I said, take copious notes as well. And a young lady who is going to be on our next hour was also among them taking copious notes. And that's Hannah Ford. How are you doing, Hannah? Hello. Good. How are you? Fine, 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 fine. We're going to actually bring the lead lead female role, the character on the show here with us, Madeline Carroll. And she played the role, the part of Shannon. Madeline, are you there? Yeah, can you hear us? Oh, yes, I can. Are you both on the same line? Yes, we are. Yes, We're we together. are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can pass it back and forth. Uh, I'm, I'm thrilled about that. I want also to introduce my listening friend, the producer of the I Can Only Imagine movie blockbuster. Her name is Cindy Bond. Hi, Cindy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very good. Now... In the next segment, and thank you for staying for the next segment, we're going to actually bring some people on, including Hannah, for the next segment uh, of people who actually viewed the movie and can, can ask questions, uh, knowledgeable questions, because they have some experience in what they saw. But let, let's start out with you, Madeline Carroll. First, you played the, the female lead role of Shannon. And uh, tell us just, just briefly how this script opportunity came to you, or is the manner in which it came to you standing right next to you, Cindy. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, actually, believe it or not, the, the way I found out about the movie was I was at a commercial audition for something else. And the woman who got paired up with me to be my mom just happened to know me and knew that I was a believer. And she said, hey, you're Madeline Carroll, right? And I was like, yeah. And she said, you're a believer, right? I said, yeah. And she said, well, you need to go out for this new movie. They just released the breakdown uh, for I Can Only Imagine. And I was like, wait, you mean like the song I Can Only Imagine? And mm. she said, yeah. And so I knew instantly when I heard the name that it was going to just be something so beautiful. And um, at the time that it came, I really was like searching things out like that. And so I uh, called my manager and I was like, please get me in for this. Mm. And so she called over and set up an appointment. Um, and it just so happened, like when I went in, um, they just made a meet and greet because they had already been seeing girls and it was really last minute. So I just went over there and just met with them for an hour and I didn't read lines or anything like that at the time. Um, and so we really just had this conversation for an hour about God. It was unbelievable. Wow. And I knew that. It was people that I wanted to work with, and I really didn't know if it was like on this, if I would get to, if I was going to book the part. But I said to my mom when I left, I don't care if I don't get it because I just want to work with these people one day. I know God has had me meet them for a reason. And um, I found a few days later, I found out I got the part. Oh my, so my. it was just a blessing. I'm going to ask the same question to both of you. Start with Madeline and then with you, Cindy. What captivated you the most when you read through the script and, and, uh, uh, knew that you needed to be involved in some way or another. First Madeline and then Cindy. Madeline Carroll. Um, well, for me, I just, when I read it, I was so taken by the fact that there was such a heartbreaking story behind it. To be honest, when I heard the title of the movie, I thought it was going to be like a real heavenly type movie. I really didn't know how it was going to be done. Um, I had no idea that there was this whole true story behind it, that there was all this heartbreak and pain that went into this song. Um, but Cindy's been with it for years. I, what do you think? I mean, you have a better answer. Well, I'm actually the founding producer of the movie in that I didn't uh, get this as a script. I actually was driving in my car to my office about eight <laughs> years ago, 
And I literally had a God epiphany to build a series of movies off of iconic Christian songs. I pulled my car over. I was so moved by God. I knew it was just one of those God, total Holy Spirit deals that I I literally wept. And I had the Holy Spirit chills, and I knew it was of him to, the idea was to replicate that anointed worship experience inside theaters with music-driven films. And so I actually called a friend of mine in Nashville who ran a big music company, and I told him the idea, which he loved, and I said, well, what do you have? He said, well, I have, I can only imagine, and shout to the Lord, which one do you want? <laughs> and I just about dropped the phone, and that was about eight and a half years ago. And I went down the road, and I got the rights to the song to make it into a film and the rights to Bart Miller's life story. But certainly that was a process, meeting with the manager and Bart and the band. And it was just me and the guys for about five and a half years. And then I met Kevin Downs uh, again. We've known each other all through the years, fantastic producer, he was partners with John and Andy Irwin. I'd been representing their films internationally for distribution because I also do that. Wow, wow. And we partnered, yeah, we partnered up in three and a half years ago, and they're just incredible directors. Kevin's a phenomenal producer. Wow, wow. And it took a, a huge village to make this movie. I'll just say that. C- Cindy, you know, there's a scripture that reminds me of this. It is in Habakkuk. It says, write the vision and make it plain upon tables so that when people read it, they can run with it. And though the vision is for an appointed time, wait for it. And th- this is what wow. you did. You had this vision. Thank you f- uh, to the song I Can Only Imagine. And you built the possibilities and people read it and ran with it. And one of those who ran with it was Madeline Carroll, the leading lady. Yep. Uh, she's playing opposite Bart um, yeah. uh, Millard. Millard yeah. Yes. And so yeah. l- before we go any further, I just want our listening friends to understand that you, this is uh, Madeline, something, one of the many things with which you've been involved and just a scratching on the surface of what God's going to do with you and to you in the future. So let me toss a few names out here and just pick up one that was the most commanding, or you may want to add another. You've worked with Jackie Chan. You've worked with Kevin Costner. You've worked with Jim Carrey and Morgan Freeman, and you have one or two favorites. Give me the one favorite that we can talk about for just, you know, 45 seconds or so. Uh, you know, I I think... For me, I really loved working with all of them, but the most memorable is probably Kevin Costner because that was my first lead um, role that I ever got to do. And I just remember kind of taking literally everything in. I hadn't ever walked onto a set that big before. I hadn't ever had to play opposite somebody before and like command so much screen time. And so um, I just remember that experience. And I remember him and uh, so fond of him and would love to work with him again. I remember just going on all these rigorous press tours with him, and he was literally the whole reason I got to go on the press tour. He just he loved me so much and just really took me under his wing as almost his own daughter wow. and um, really just put me into the limelight and really tried making me a star very early on. And I'll never forget that and forget his his kindness towards me. But I've worked with so many beautiful people. I honestly can't say one was no, better understand. than the next. But and, and it's not politically person. correct to do that To do that anyway. You want to stay in good graces with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, you know, one of the things that struck me when I looked at the movie, and Hannah, we'll let you talk about it in the next segment as well, but Dennis Quaid, what a remarkable performance he did. He, he, did, he did the bad guy really well, and he also did the good guy and the God guy amazingly well and my my friends you need to see this movie because these these performances will actually grip you not only that but uh the 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 young man who played uh bart millard tell a little uh tell us a little bit about that person cindy briefly um his name is j michael finley and he was 
starring in Les Miserables on uh, Broadway uh, as Jean Valjean. And uh, John and Andy and Kevin and Bart <laughs> went to New York and uh, met with them. And they just, you know, John and Andy knew right right on the spot. And then Kevin knew. They wow. all knew. Oh, wow. Bart, Bart knew. They all knew. All four of them. He was the one. He yep. not only had a voice like an angel has one, but he's uh, an incredible actor, a super great guy, a born-again believer, and father was a pastor. So if you want to talk about it. That's a good combination, huh, Roland? time <laughs> as this. And, okay, and not only that, I remember Bart saying he thought he was looking at the mirror himself as a young man because uh, J. Michael's got similar physicality to Bart when he was that age. I mean, they Amazing. really, it's remarkable. So that's total, a total, another total God thing. Yes, yes. Madeline, let me talk with you just briefly while we're still in this segment. We've got about a minute and a half or so in this segment. Uh, tell me what God has shown you in the midst of playing this kind of part. And uh, where has he kind of opened the door a little bit to let you know how he wants to use you in the future? Talk just briefly about that, would you, Madeline? Carol? Yes. Uh, yeah, so in a nutshell, I never dreamed. You know, 10 years ago, I remember sitting in church and listening to this female evangelist who would come around all the time. And I remember looking at her, and she was sharing her testimony and speaking and ministering. And I remember thinking, God, I would love to do that one day. But I just never dreamed that I would ever, ever, ever get a chance to do that and to share my faith. And so with this movie, God really did do exactly what I asked at 10 years old and brought together film and faith for me. And I just last night, I got a chance to see it with my whole family. I just kept crying, but God gave me that scripture as I was watching it. And he said, those he called, he also sanctified. And those he sanctified, he also qualified. And qualified, he also glorified. Yeah. <laughs> and I just I started to cry so hard. <laughs> I Madeline, just can't believe what God's done. We have Pastor Roland Slade uh, here with Meridian Baptist uh Southern Baptist Church, and when you started quoting scripture, his l- eyes lit up. Uh, Roland, isn't it a g- great thing, to, no matter what industry you're in, what other line of work you're in, to have the Lord as your uh, rear guard and your your your, your the person with, with whom you uh, interact moment, every moment of the day to empower you? Absolutely, absolutely, Cass. And, and when I, you know, heard about the movie, it reminded me of our former worship pastor who's gone on to be with the Lord. He was the first one to introduce the song to me, and it was such a powerful song, and, and he would do it as a, in a duet with his daughter. And <laughs> wow. so when I hear just the title of the song, I think of Walter Love, who was, you know, I'm, his, his last name, Love. That's really what he just shared was the love, his love for God, and all that he went through yes. in his life. Short life, he, you know, went to be with the Lord at 56 years old. But, I mean, just a great guy, and he loved and was so passionate about this particular song. And, and I remember him sitting in my office saying, you know, we've got to do this on a Sunday. And I'm like, okay, you know, you're the music guy, whatever. And then he did it, and, and I'm supposed to get up and preach afterwards, and I'm like going, what do I say? <laughs> what, what can I say about, you know? Exactly. Uh, it's just a, a great. And so now I'm really kind of confused, Cass, because I was going to go to the conference afterwards and, and see Pastor Craig, but it looks like I might have to go to the movie on the way <laughs> home. So I, I don't know what I'm going to do. See what you've That's done, awesome. Madeline. See what you've done, Cindy. I'll tell you what, the peop- a lot of people 
are uh, stirred up about this movie, and I am too. Hannah, in the next segment, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions because you were actually sitting in on this. One of the things I wanted you ladies to think about, and thank you for coming into the next segment as well, I want you to, um, I'm going to ask you some more pointed questions about the movie, the plot, and how God has used this song. A lot of people, this has been one of the number one uh, Christian songs uh, in Forever, and uh, and a lot of people have other things tied to memories on this. We're going to talk a little bit about that on the next segment. And thank you, uh, Cindy, and thank you, uh, Madeline, for staying with us on that. You know, you're going to be able to recognize fame not only from movies as you get closer to the Lord. Uh, people are going to know you by your relationship with the Heavenly Father. And while it's wonderful to have uh, accolades as a movie star or as a producer, God sees you as his star. And he's got great plans for you, to, and he has you playing the leading role in your life. And how's that going to look? Everybody's watching, my friend. You are a star in your own right. We're going to talk more about this. We're going to talk more about, I can only imagine, the movie and the people when we come back on Come Together San Diego. Be right back. Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. And we're, we're actually back. Roland uh, Slade, uh, Meridian Baptist uh, Church pastor, leader. Uh, good to have you with us. And, and we've, we've had some fun the first couple segments, haven't we? Yeah, we're having a great time. <laughs> you know, I, I want you to be that uh, preacher that I, I see at the pulpit all the time. Be, <laughs> be, be free to let her rip, pastor. All right. All right. <laughs> and we're continuing with the... Uh, uh, the leading cast member of I Can Only Imagine, uh, Madeline Carroll, is with us. And her producer, the producer actually of the uh, I Can Only Imagine, who had you know, her fingers in the very beginning of this. And, and uh, God has stirred her to cause this to be what it is today and beyond. And that is Cindy Bond. Good to have you both back with us, Cindy and Madeline. Uh, good to have you back with us. I want to ask a pointed question or two, and, and uh, Pastor Roland may do so as well. But before we do, I need to get this out of the way. Are you ready, Madeline? Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to, to you. you. Did I understand right? If I didn't, I'm in big trouble because then you, I'm going to have to eat crow. <laughs> Your birthday's coming up, isn't it? Yes. yes. Thank you. Yeah, my birthday's tomorrow. Oh, 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 oh. Then happy birthday. Happy Maybe birthday. we're the first one to do this, and we're doing it uh, to a countywide and wide wide, wide audience. And a lot of people are getting a birthday present from you as they visit I can only imagine and see it in theaters. So happy Thank birthday. You so and I want to do a little shout out to Steve Brodsky, who uh, connected us. And <laughs> I'm very thankful for him for doing that. Thank you, Steve. Oh, yes. He's a great guy. And he's the general manager of the KPRZ and KCBQ stations here in San Diego. Amazing. No, so let me, t- I want to talk, Madeline, and, and as a color commentator, uh, Cindy, jump on in, and you too, Roland, okay. uh, because we're having people uh, that were actually viewing the show uh, during the pre- preview, and they're, they're going to want to have a few things to say in this segment as well. But first of all, uh, Madeline, give us kind of an overview of what you think God is doing with you and to you and through you. Do you see this as just kind of the, the, the tip of the iceberg of how God wants to use you as a voice 
for what he's doing uh, in the world. And you're in, ho- in the Hollywood environment or the acting environment. There's a lot of people whom you can impact. Speak to that briefly, if you would, Madeline Carroll. Thank you. Uh, it's so funny because I actually, uh, a year ago, prayed that God would uh, begin opening doors for me to talk to girls in audition rooms about God. <laughs> and so um, I actually, it was so funny because as soon as I started praying that, God just kind of laid that foundation. And it was so crazy this whole past year, God just has really put a lot of girls my age under my care. Oh my. And I've got speaking to so many girls and what's so crazy is like now doing the promotion for this film has only really bumped that up to a whole new level because you know I've been doing all my interviews and giving all glory to God and you know they see that and they you have been texting me and saying wow you know that's such a blessing that you're so vocal about everything and so it's really really cool God really laid that groundwork way back when and now it's all just kind of really uh, showing them that I don't just say it in secret but I say it you know to whoever will hear me because for me this film was God completely reviving my career and reviving my I dream. Like yeah. so I feel like <laughs> from the rooftop, you know, I can't, I can't believe what he's done. Um, I, I just, I keep crying like a fool because I'm overwhelmed with the glory of God. And that's what this movie is for me. Every single time I see it, oh, I'm my. completely moved with the glory of God yes, yes. and the Holy Spirit. Like Cindy said, like she just wanted to transport what the song does into, you know, a screen and a whole different audience. That's exactly what you feel. I've had so many people tell me the Holy Spirit is so sick on this movie, mm-hmm. yes. um, but it's pretty beautiful. And I'm really thankful for the time. It's yes, yes. truly the, the word. The word is anointed. I have no other word for it. As far as it's God's hand is on this movie like he's had it on the song and you go into the theater and now it's what you hear and what you see so it's even more powerful so um yeah god's hands on it the the experience is so um incredible because you just feel like you're just the shekinah glory of god right there (laughs) and his anointing power all over this movie you bathe in it you bask in it. it it's just such a blessing. Yes. Cindy and uh, Madeline, there was a comment made, I think, by you, Madeline, about you you wept when you saw this movie. Uh, each time you see it, there may be pieces that uh, about which you wept. Uh, one of the people that was in the movie theater with us at the preview was Hannah Ford, who's going to be with us in the next segment, but she's here in this segment as well. And what was the, th- I suspect you were teary, I can tell you my, my teariest moment, but uh, Hannah, when you saw the movie, what did you think? Give, give us a brief run, rundown on that. Oh, when Bart broke your heart. <laughs> no, um, there were so many parts. I loved the movie. I, I just want to thank you both for using your gifts to bless the world. Um, but I don't know. I cried a lot of places. When, when the father was like changing his life around yeah. and saying, I wanted, I mean, it, God can't, you know, why can't God forgive me? And, and like, it was so cute. He's trying to pray, rub a dub dub thing for the grub. And like, he's just being himself, like totally himself. And like, it's so touching because that is such a true miracle of what God did. And I just want to say this before I forget. This song is so cool. Like, I've never forgotten it because the first time I heard it was in a movie theater. After a secular movie played and I watched all the credits roll by, I heard this song come on and I'm like, what am I listening to in a movie theater? I'm like, I can't believe there's a Christian song playing in the movie theater. And so it's kind of cool to see like how it's come like full circle, like in a whole other way, just like the impact that it's had all these years and now in a greater way. Very good. You want to speak to that, uh, Madeline, and while we do, I'm going to bring another person who actually viewed the movie and has a few interesting words to say you're going to love this person. Dolly, are you there? 
yes, I am. Okay, hang on, Dolly. I want uh, Madeline to to talk a little bit about the, the impact that other people had, and, and she, I, I think uh, um, Hannah had a point or two. Rub a dub dub. Thanks for the grub. I mean, there were a lot of fun little moments in there. You want to speak to that, and Cindy also, and then. I'm going to have Dolly give her perspective, and maybe if Dolly wants to ask a question of you, Madeline uh, Carroll, the uh, lady, female lead, if I can only imagine, let that be so as well. So, Madeline? Yeah, um, there are so many parts in the movie that make me cry, Um, not even just for myself personally. Like, I always have this whole meltdown with God that I can't believe what he did, but in the film... Um, for me, the the most heartbreaking moment, funnily enough, is when the Jeep pulls out of the garage mm. and they had, like remastered this car mm. and they're going to go make these memories together. Oh. And that's all he wanted. The last bit of his life that just rips my heart out. And mm. then the part where he says, did you read my letters? Because for him, it was easier to just write it on paper and then hope that he's reading it somewhere and not have to do this faith confession you know, of the things that he did, and yes. he ends up having to do that. He couldn't get away from it, and he ha- and, and from him confessing that was how he kind of, you know, it was no longer uh, on his plate or his chest. It was now John Michael at Bart Miller's um, part to, to, you know, ball was in his court. Is he yes. going to forgive or is he not forgive? Because now it's off Dennis's conscience. Yes. So um, I th- I love that part of the film. What about you? Let me bring, let I me bring, let me, pardon me for just one moment, because we're running out of time in the segment, but I want to bring D- Dolly in, who is there at the movie as well. A, a brief uh, overview, Dolly, of what you thought, because we're running out of time. Dolly. Well, at the movie, you know, this deep into the heart of an abusive parent and husband offering medicine that heals the brokenhearted. And that's one of the things that I loved about it, because it's so, it really deals with so many people across the board, any kind of unforgiveness. Uh, people who've been abandoned deal with fear, bitterness, and discouragement. This is such a great movie that will touch the heart of people and help change the heart of heart. Shows that the power of forgiveness it heals the brokenhearted. Wow, Dolly, thank you very much. And wow. Amen. Wow, that ministered to me. <laughs> Rolling any uh, parting thank thoughts you, here? Well, I, I guess I, I have a question for for Cindy. Cindy, the success of this movie. How do you think it's going to impact Hollywood? Uh, I think they're <laughs> they really uh, uh, woke big time. <laughs> it, it's so it's so in, incredibly uh, pivotal what's happening right now. I mean, it is a an historical moment. This movie is just busting the whole you know distribution you know, world upside down <laughs> yes. in Hollywood right now. I don't know what I mean. They they don't even know what to do with themselves, in my opinion. I think they they were uh, dismissing us. Um, they were kind of just you know shoving us off. You know that we were really nothing. There was actually a a, a report saying, oh, they'll just make two million dollars on sixteen hundred screens. And I can tell you that the 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 same paper came out and now says um, they're tracking us to over seventeen million. Wow! Wow! So wow! Cindy Boyd had no idea what kind of locomotive you know yes. is in this thing the locomotive know, is called fine. god jesus christ it's holy spirit that's the locomotive Ma- madeline we're about ready to take a break here but give us uh, a very very brief you know 20 second encouragement to uh, our listening friends who are listening to this and uh, hanging on every word that you guys are saying so madeline give us the closing statement here and then we have to go into a break madeline carroll also shannon on i can only imagine 
Um, I would just say get out to the theater, buy a ticket, uh, show a friend. It's so important that you see it um, because everyone is getting their own personal reaction from it. This weekend, please, if you can, I want Cindy to say something, too. No, yeah, this weekend, because this is the weekend that tells Hollywood we need more of these kind of movies. <laughs> and that's the big message. The bigger the box office this weekend, the bigger the message to Hollywood. And so an extra ticket is going to be accredited to Roland Slate. No, no, no. It's going to be two, because I'm going to go home and pick up my wife, and we're going to go tonight. <laughs> th- th- thank you guys for joining us on this segment. Hannah, you're going to be on the next segment, so hang in there, my friend. You know, uh, on the next segment, Roland, we're going to be talking with, uh, we're talking about how God is using different people to empower his body. And uh, we're going to uh, visit with one of your pastors at uh, uh, Meridian as well and get a, a perspective from the Arab, Ar- Arabic uh, community as well. Because you're going to see re- really right now, my listening friend, that God is doing so much in San Diego County. Not only is he bringing anointed uh actors and actresses to share their vision from the screen but actually in real life we're going to talk more about that Roland won't we yes sir we're I'm excited about it okay so stay with us there's more to come on come together San Diego be right back more come together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next on AM 1210 K praise now back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM twelve ten K Praise with Cass Taylor. We're back, and you know something? Jesus desires to reach people groups all over the place, and sometimes he uses movies rolling slate, and sometimes he actually uses people and pastors and leaders and things like that. He's even desires to speak to people from different groups, including, yes, even the Muslim faith. Amen. And one of the things that I uh, attracted me to you, uh, Pastor Roland Slate from uh, Meridian Baptist, is that you bring other people into your church environment and you have them do ministries as well. Because you have Vietnamese church embedded there and you also have a Muslim church embedded there. Tell a little bit about the vision and why God has stirred you to do that. Well, Kaz, we're we're blessed at Meridian to be the AAA pastor team. There's an Asian, (laughs) uh, Arabic speaking, and an American guy. And so, and I'm the American guy. I stand between the two of them who men men who have given their lives to the Lord can't go back to their homelands because their homelands are in conflict. My, my. And, you know, we're right here. So, that, you know, and it's, and it's really a great thing because Pastor Ben Fawn, our Vietnamese pastor, yes. who's been here since the Vietnam War and, the, and experienced the immigration and refugees coming from Vietnam, he's there now to be there with Pastor Mekram Shahatit, who is our Arabic language pastor, who's originally from Jordan, and that's what's happening in El Cajon today. My, my, my. So 40 years apart, but again, we're, we're together doing this, um, glorifying God on that property. Place my, us my, on my. that corner for his glory. So we have uh, Pastor uh, Macram on the phone right now. Why don't you introduce him, and then we'll bring him on, and we'll talk a little bit about how God is using him in that uh group of, of different individuals and how you guys are working in harmony with one another. Introduce him, would you, Pastor? All right. Pastor Mekram Shahatit, the pastor of the Meridian Arabic Church and the director of the Family Welcome Center yes. in downtown El Cajon. Pastor Mekram, are you there? Yes. How are you, my friend? Fine. How are you? Great, great. Hey, uh, Pastor Mekram, we are excited to to have you on KPRZ would you tell us about your congregation and specifically share with, with Kaz and our listeners about the various countries that people in your congregation come from? 
Yeah, we do uh, the Meridian, you know, uh, Pastor Roland, he opened the door and opened his heart for the Middle Eastern ministry like uh, five years ago. And we have some Arabic congregation uh, from different country background. Some of them are from Iraq and some from Syria, some from Egypt, some from Jordan, Lebanon. And these people they are here, you know, in this country. And uh, we uh, serve them and show them the love of God in a practical way. And, and Pastor Mekram, as well as at the church, but also with the Family Welcome Center, can you tell us about that ministry? Yes, we do another ministry separate from the church called Family Welcome Center, which is everyone is welcome. We try to help the refugee, the newcomers here. When they arrive, they don't speak English. They, they have no friends. And we open the center to teach them ESL, and we do translation for them because these people, they bring their mail to the center and we help them to read their mail, to do phone call for them, like doctor appointment, registration for their children at the school. And, uh, you know, the way we connect with a new, with a refugee and we help them, you know, for the ministry. And we do also every year for major events, we do Thanksgiving dinner for the refugee at the Meridian, and we do Christmas event, and we provide gifts and toys for their children. And we share, the, we share the word of God also about the Christmas story. And we do back-to-school night, the end of July. You know, we provide all the children with the backpacks and school supplies, and we put copy of the New Testament and DVD for Jesus. Oh. Wow. And we, we do retreat also. We do retreat. Well, Pastor Mikram, I, I know that you, I, I know that you have five or six different countries. I mean, from our perspective here in the United States, we just see that you know there's they're warring in the Middle East, and it's one country against another. How is it that you're able to bring? five or six countries together in, in a worship service or bring people from uh, different countries together? What is it that you, you focus on? Yeah, I mean, you know, these people, when they come here, most of them, you know, especially the Syrian and Iraqi, they are broken heart. You know, they left their country. They've been forced to leave their country. They lost family members. They lost their money, their job, their home. And they've been forced to leave the country and come here. And, you know, the only thing, you know, the love of God through the Lord Jesus and the cross is the only reason that we all about five, six countries worship together because, you know, the power of love is number one. We use Mm -hmm. it and we share the gospel because the gospel told us that we all sinner, we all need God's grace and his love. Yes, yes. Pastor wow. Macrom, Kaz here, and really good to have you yes. on the, the show. Kind of give us, in, in the uh, you know 60 seconds that we have left in this segment, I'm sorry it's so short, but in this period of time, would you give us kind of an overview of, of what you think God is doing in the Muslim community and how Jesus is becoming more and more receptive to them and uh, what you're doing about it uh, as you uh, entertain people that come into San Diego uh, with a Muslim background, Islam background, uh, and how you can introduce yes. them to Jesus? Well, 
you know, these people, when they come here, we try to tell them that you're not here by chance. You know, God has a plan for you. And thanks God, because you are safe. Some people, they died in the ocean, in the seas, and, you know, some of them they killed in the country. So we sh- you should thank God because you are safe with your family and children here. And then, you know, we told them that uh, maybe God has a good plan for you. Um, and these people, you know, they've been lived for over 1,500 years in the Middle East under, you know, the power of darkness. And now when they come here, it's a good time, you know, to see the light, the cross. And we have freedom here to share the gospel also with them. And, uh, you know, we just uh, try, you know, to love them and care for them. Because these people, they don't need just someone to preach on them, but they need someone to use the heart language and to connect with them, visit them. We visit some family. We spend four hours, five hours in their home to listen to their story. We pray with them in the name of Jesus. And, you know, we build a bridge yes. and for a friendship and relationship with them. Very good. Pastor Macram, thank you for joining uh, Pastor Roland Slade no, and I. Uh, with the Meridian uh, Arabic Church and Mer- uh, Meridian Southern Baptist Church. Uh, why don't yeah. you, uh, thank you for joining us, uh, Pastor Macram. We appreciate You're it very welcome. much. Uh, why don't you take uh, the next 30 seconds or so to bring it close to this segment, and then I'll, I'll go, we'll go into the next segment. Well, I think that, again, Kaz, going back to what Pastor Macram shared, the heart of the ministry of the Meridian Baptist Church is really to, to love the community. And as the community of El Cajon has changed from 40 years ago, uh, like I say, Pastor Ben coming literally from Camp Pendleton in a refugee camp to El Cajon and, and raising a family there and sacrificing to, to reach people, the, the, the key to it all for all of us is to just share the love of, of Jesus, be yes. very clear about that, and let that love shine through. Yes, yes, yes. So we, we do... Food ministry, we do ESL, and you know it's not. This isn't new. We've been doing it for <laughs> for fifty, sixty years, and and we have made that impact within that community. And so we haven't tried to be, you know, diverse or yep. anything like that. We just you tried are. to to represent yes. the Lord and bless people. And as a result, we've become diverse. We've yes. become, you know, international. Yes, 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 so, yes. That, that's really what we're doing. That's what Scripture we're about. says, Paul says, be all things to all men that you may save some. And Amen. God has called you to do a variety of different things. Pastor Roland Slade, I've been watching you and, and uh, Meridian Baptist, uh, and you guys are on the move. So thanks for joining me as co-host for this first hour. It goes fast, doesn't it? It certainly does. <laughs> you know, my friend, in the, in the next hour on Come Together San Diego, we're going to be sharing some music from the gal you heard a little bri- bri- briefly in the first segment, Hannah Ford. She's got some wonderful music, and it's tied to an album called Personal Decree. We're going to talk about that. But I also want to introduce to you our Israel correspondent. She's going to be here, and we're going to talk a little bit about what God's doing in Israel, and she's going to be our eyes and ears in the nation of Israel. So we're going to talk about that as well. This has come together, San Diego. We're glad you're with us. Stay with us for the next hour. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. 
God loves San Diego. This is AM 1210 K-Praise. KPRZ San Marcos Poway. A service of Salem Media Group. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Hey, and thank you for joining us for the second hour of Come Together San Diego. And yes, I'm going to quote a psalm to you, okay? Psalm 43. Some of you may actually know this, especially worship leaders. It says that God will put a new song in your mouth, a hymn of praise that's uh, a praise to God. That's what God is doing right now, and he's using worship leaders like Hannah Ford, who is my uh, guest host for this uh, entire hour. And we're going to bring some people on that you're going to just love talking to as well, my friend. It has to do with the nation of Israel. Can you deal with that? And that'll be in the next in the next few segments. But right now, Hannah Ford, you uh, are, are a remarkable worship leader. We've been friends for quite a while, haven't we? Yes. And tell me what you think God is doing in San Diego as it relates to unity and also how music is playing a role as being kind of some of the glue that's bringing this together. Well, I think God's doing tons of stuff. There's <laughs> worships. I can't even keep up with everything. Yes. There's so many good things going on. That I can't even keep up with my calendar. <laughs> I'm like, I want to do that. I want to do that. You're, you're a but, woman. You're a woman in demand. You really are, and more and more because this personal decree album that you put together is one of the things that has stirred people's attention. So tell us a little bit. But I didn't. I didn't mean to say that I can't keep up with my calendar. No, everyone wants me. I'm so, just saying there's no. I understand that. But what I'm saying, okay. my listener friend, is you need to get a hold of Hannah Ford because her calendar is going to fill up, and you're going to okay, want to hear what yeah, she has to yeah. say, especially because as we're going to play some of the songs off of your uh, personal decree and they can get a sense about your heart and you know what god is doing in san diego county is he's stirring people uh through worship and we want to talk a little bit more about what that might look like and because worship is really uh, i say a glue factor to bring people together you can have different doctrines you can be in different denominations but you can worship together and you can pray together and all of a sudden you realize hey you're of a different denomination that i i know nothing about but all of a sudden you say i kind of like that and you can fellowship with one another because of the worship of the lord jesus christ and you can declare your personal decree and the other person can say that's kind of my personal decree as well talk a little bit about the personal decree mentality and why you created this cd and then we're going to play one of the songs okay awesome thank you yeah i had never heard of a personal decree but i was trying to um finish writing my song um called child of royalty and i was like how can i put into words that no matter what i want to worship god um, so I kind of thought, well, let's just call it a personal decree. So in the second verse, it says, I have a personal decree that no matter how life rolls, I'll keep on praising with all my heart and soul. So it's kind of like, this is the law of the land for my life, not in a legalistic way, but in a way where it's like, this is how I'm going to live. This is how I choose to live my life. I am going to be a worshiper and not just through song, but through my whole life. So yeah, that's my personal decree. That's right. And Child of Royalty, tell a little bit about that because we want to play this in this segment before we go on to other things. Well, it just talks about kind of what I explained and even in the battles of life, um, because there is spiritual warfare, there's just life as well, yeah. um, that that no matter what, that we know that God is with us and he's faithful and that as his children, we are royal and we have his help. Yes. And we can just worship him We're no matter play what. Child of royalty royalty by hannah ford before we let the music go i want to give you a dedicated prayer line my friend 858-535-9090 once again if you need prayer 858-535-9090 and now here's hannah ford on come together san diego 
Ford, child of royalty. And my friends, you and I are child of children of royalty as well. Uh, you're going to be with us for the whole hour, aren't you, Hannah? Yes. And we're going to talk a little bit more about <laughs> your music, but we're also going to talk about what God is doing in Israel and how we at Come Together San Diego are going to get to find out about it. Hannah Ford is... is I know she's laughing. I want to hear that. That laugh isn't, nobody else has a laugh like that. And, but now I can't even get her to do it on the air because she's being mum. <laughs> I knew I could get that out of you. My friend, you know, God's got big plans for you and music kind of pulls it out of you, doesn't it, Anna? What pulls it out of me? Music. Oh, Yeah. Pay attention. I love music. <laughs> I love music. Yeah, and God's using music through you to impact other people as well. This is one of the songs uh, in your personal decree album, uh, Child of Royalty. You have so many more. Very briefly, tell us how pe- people can get, get a hold of this this uh, album. Um, my website is hannahford.com. So I have all my albums on there. It's also on iTunes and all the Spotify and all the different um, musical outlets. <laughs> yep. Very good. And my friend, as we get ready to go into this break, I want you to be thinking about what your personal decree is. And I'm going to open up the phone lines during this break. And if you have a personal decree you want to share with us on there, you're welcome to do that. And uh, we also have a person that's going to be our correspondent from to Israel that is joining us in the studio as well, Mary Christie. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. But that phone number, if you want to call in and tell what God's personal decree to and through you is, that phone number is 1-866-K-PRAISE. Once again, 866-K-PRAISE, your personal decree. We'll be right back with Come Together San Diego. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor on AM 1210 K-Praise. Hey, glad you're here. Stay with us because you're going to hear some more about Hannah Ford, wonderful musician and singer, her heart for music. But we're also going to bring in from this segment and beyond someone who is uh, a person who spends a lot of time in Israel. Her name is Mary, and she's from the Holy Land, and we're going to introduce her as our Come Together San Diego Israel correspondent because she's going to be doing a lot of inf- information. And when things are going on in Israel, as they always are, we're going to have Mary report back to us as well. Hannah, first, let's spend just a moment or two about your vision for music and how you hope to impact people. Then we'll bring Mary on as well. Tell us a little bit about the, the overall vision for your music and ministry. It started out just um, me and Jesus. <laughs> and, and I didn't ever want to sing in front of anybody. Yeah. Um, and God kept challenging me. So long story short, I've been to over 20 countries now wow. and using music as an outreach and yes. giving CDs. Now a lot of people stream, but um, seeding them into lives. And so it's, it's, it's a, I, my, I guess my vision is kind of broad because it's, it's not just for the church. I love being a worship leader, but I, I want to reach those who don't know God with yes. music too. So um, God just keeps giving me songs and I yeah. keep going. 
And I've seen a lot of stuff that you minister with children. I mean, to me, to me, you you start singing some of your songs, and these kids just gravitate to you. Briefly, talk about children, and we'll use that as uh, a segue to talk about the children of God in other countries, like uh, the twenty countries that you're involved, but also the children of Israel. So, a little, little okay. bit about the magnetism that your songs have shown to kids that hear what you have to say, because you know you're 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 a pretty pretty dynamic uh, music minister. Thank you. Uh, well, I used to be a school teacher. I don't oh, know if you knew that. <laughs> that, that answers a lot. And I, there, I still Anna. substitute. But when I was a second grade teacher, it was pretty neat because um, I was in the public school. Yes. And I had finished my first album, and I had to get a little permission slip where the kids would have to bring it home and have their parents sign it and say, yes, I know Miss Hannah's CD talks about God, and it's okay that oh, they man. listen to it. So, so they <laughs> kept listening. And even the next year, like one of my former students, first day of school, Came to my classroom, Miss Hannah, I want to use, can I borrow your CD? And she came back the next day and she said, when I was listening to this song, all of a sudden this love came all over me. And I told my brother, I love them for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) And so now I substitute some and um, the kids never forget. Like, I'm shocked. Like, it'll be three years later, I'll see some kids and they'll remember the one time I had my little guitar in the class. So then they find me on YouTube. But yes. Yeah, so I love kids. Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world, red, yellow, black, and white. They're all precious in his sight. And Hannah, you take that that uh, little rhyme and you make uh, reality out of it by playing. You know, I can tell you by observing Hannah Ford doing worship, she's not a wallflower. She just, whatever Holy Spirit stirs in her, she lets her rip. And I'll tell you what, that's like a magnet. It's magnet to the, to we older people that love to worship it as well. Cause she really encourages worship, but she's a magnet to the young people as well. And, uh, we're, we're, we're honored to have you as a friend here at Thank Come you, Together San Diego. I'm really honored to be yeah. here. Thank you. So this is my segue to talk with, uh, our Holy Land, uh, correspondence. Uh, correspondent Mary, because she's just in San Diego for a brief period of time. Then she's heading back. Mary, how are you doing? I'm great. Wow, it was so good to hear that you were back in town, and I wanted to bring you on the show, and I wanted to ask you that question. I was going to pop a question, but not the question. Oh, I'm always waiting for someone to pop that question. <laughs> the, the question about would you be willing to be our Israel correspondent? I would be honored. I'm honored to be here yes. today. Yeah. Yeah. Hannah, Hannah actually, it's a small world because Hannah has known you for a, a number well, yes. uh, quite a while as well. Yes. And so I'm going to ask if, if you want to ask questions of Mary, be, be, be free to do that. But Mary, tell us a little bit about your intimate relationship with the nation of Israel. And uh, you, you, you're a person who always has the, the, the finger on the pulse of what's going on there. So we're going to take advantage of your, <clears throat> your intimacy with the, yes. with the nation and the surrounding nations yes. and uh, have you report it back periodically. Well, I have a, a heart for Israel and I was there in 2012 as a student um, a theology student. Was oh, that right? Yes, um, with Calvary Chapel, mm-hmm. and fell in love with the people. And more than that, um, it's the Lord really quickened my heart and gave me favor. Yes. And um, a few years later, I I came back with a work visa with a, a group called Sheva Tahim, and we were helping bring children in from all over the Middle East to have open heart surgery in Jerusalem. Yes. And really just started to um, immerse myself into the culture. Yes. So and children were, were a, a, kind of a played a key role in with you as well. Always. Uh, dealing with the children and helping them find medical care. Yes. And, you know, when I think about Israel and all the, 
the uh, advances that they've done in medicine, they are a world leader in pharmaceutical yes. and medical techniques and yes. things like that. So uh, that's a wonderful place. But you that you kind of use that as a springboard. Any thoughts from the uh, young person standpoint, Hannah, that you wanted to ask her about or anything like that? Um, just in, in general, um, I was just curious about how we can best be praying for the, question, I mean, there's a lot of political changes going on and <laughs> lots of political changes. Um, as always, you know, protection provision, um, just that I continue to walk under, uh, with the guidance and umption of Holy spirit and, um, that I'm brave and I'm, I'm bold. She is brave and yeah. bold. <laughs> and that I, uh, I make the right connections with the right people. It seems that the Lord uses me as a connector. Yes. Um, yeah. So what do you, with a finger on the pulse of what's going on in, in Israel and Jerusalem and its surrounding uh, uh, provinces and areas of Palestinian territories and things like that, what's your sense, your overall sense of what's going on there? Uh, my overall sense continues to be to be ready, yes. that, that in and out of season. Um, we've got some things that we're really looking forward to on May 14th is Independence Day. Mm -hmm. It is also the official day that Donald Trump is moving the embassy to the 14th of May. Yes. Is there a big hubbub about that going on? Huge because it's also Independence Day. And so prophetically, it's an it's an amazing thing. Um, Just some really interesting things that I've just found out recently is um, when the temple is erected, there is a temple tax. And the temple tax is a half of a shekel. Well, they're minting this this tax now, this this coin. And really? yes, it is Cyrus and Donald Trump. On the, the coin? On the coin. <gasps> oh, my, oh, my Heavenly goodness. Father. Yes. Wow, amazing. Okay, so I found that out and I thought, surely somebody, you know, this is a joke, but it's not as true. Then I find out that uh, they are creating a tunnel that goes under the old city and it will emerge at the base of Temple Mount um, for a train station. Okay, we because they believe, you know. Have the, you have the, you you certified these things? These yes, are not these are, just no, out of no, no, brain. no, no. These are true. And they said that the station is going to be called Trump Station. Oh Lord God! Well, you know we we don't want these wanna, are crazy things. I, I know, but it's crazy. <laughs> but we don't want to glorify Donald Trump in in light of this. But we want to identify, no, no, identify and glorify it, what God is doing between America and Israel, and some amazing things are happening, and maybe even what we say prophecy is being fulfilled. That is prophecy being fulfilled. <laughs> you know, uh, on a on a daily basis, uh, a lot of the Muslims will ask me if if I'm ready for Isa to come back, which is Jesus. Why? And so they are believing. You know, even the the Muslim are believing that Isa's coming back soon. Jesus my, is my, coming my. back soon. Yeah. Hold those thoughts, ladies, because we're going to come back and we're going to talk more about it. You know, my listening friend, I hope this is whetting your appetite. God's got major plans for Israel, but you know something? Uh, on the same longitude, I think, is uh, San Diego, and he, he, he's, his Holy Spirit is working yes. in Israel. He's working in San Diego, and ma- a major direct- things, and a lot mm. of things that are happening in Israel, there are nuances of that happening in San Diego. Yes. We're going to yes. talk maybe a little bit about that in the, in the next segment, but also what God's plans are for Israel and maybe even you, my listening friend, as we come back to Come Together San Diego. We'll be right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next on AM 1210 K-Praise. I'll tell the world. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on AM 1210 K-Praise. I'll tell the world. 
we're talking about telling the world, my friend, and that's exactly what we're talking about right now, What how the world is going to be impacted by what Jesus is doing here in San Diego, Amen. but also the uh, the city and the country that's on the same lati- longitude, I believe it is, uh, of San Diego, and that is Israel. Come on, please. And Jerusalem, oh, come on, please. And so uh, Mary is with us, and Hannah, thanks for continuing as co-hosting with me on this Thank last you, hour. And Mary... Remarkable. You you mentioned during the break something that I wanted to bring to our our friends' attention. That is that God, the Lord Jesus Christ, is showing Himself in dreams to uh, throughout the Holy Land. Talk a little bit about that, Hannah. You know, come on, you're the co-host. Jump on in and ask questions. Okay. (laughs) Well, I had a personal experience. Yes. Um, One day I was feeling terrible in my apartment and um i felt like i was supposed to go sit outside at jaffa gate so i i walk out to jaffa gate and i'm sitting on a planter and i'm i'm doing that thing where you you stir up your spirit man you know because i was feeling really poorly and um in the midst of this probably about 20 minutes later a lady dressed in hijab was standing across jaffa jaffa square you know Mm -hmm. it's pretty large area i met you there uh, not long ago yes and she like came straight towards me and she's, you know, I'm greeting her in Arabic and we're having small talk. And, and she looked at me and she goes, you speak English? And I said, yes. And she goes, good. Cause your Arabic is terrible. <laughs> you know, one of those <laughs> and things. And what happens if she hears that your English is terrible, then you're in trouble. <laughs> then I'm in really trouble and just have God take over. So, um, she asked if she could sit down and she did. And we, we spoke for about 10 minutes and I've been in the culture for a, a pretty long time now and I looked at her I just cut to the chase and I said what do you really want oh my. and she goes well I've been having a dream yes and I said what kind of what kind of dream she said about Isa about Jesus and I said well tell me tell me what did he look like and she mm. said he's tall like an oak tree wow. and his face was light and I'm like wow I said did he talk to you and he said she said yes he goes Nazreen um you can have you can have anything. What do you want? You've you've called me from the seventh heaven. What do you want? My. And she said, I want to lose weight. And he said, Nazreen, you can have any anything. You have called me all the way from the seventh heaven. What do you what do you want? And she said, I want to lose weight. And hmm. again, the third time he said, Nazreen, you can have anything. I can I can help you with anything. You've called me all the way from the seventh heaven. What do you want? So this is a vision that she's experiencing. Yeah, well, it's in her yeah. dream. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. seeing herself, and, and she so, says, "She said, I, I want you to love me.'" Ooh, and that's what that was my experience. Yes. I said, "Oh, I said, so what? What happened?" And she said, "Well, she said my heart that was black turned white, oh and every weight on my shoulder <sighs> fell off." Oh, so she was talking about natural weight, and God was talking yes. about removing the spiritual yeah. weight of, oh yeah. my goodness. But her, her biggest thing was she wanted to be loved. Oh my, my, my. Yeah. You know what? You, you talk about dreams and visions, and I know, because you're a creative person, you're going, uh, a lot of times, God gives you a dream or vision, and you put it into a song. So these people mm-hmm. that are in the Holy Land, that are coming from di- different cultures and things like that, uh, are seeing Jesus, and they may not put it in a literal song, but they want to sing it out so the world yes. actually hears what's going yeah. on. Uh, and other examples because i've heard because just coming back from the holy land not long ago i've heard that he's the lord is visiting people uh palestinians arabs and jews and jews 
and Jews in dreams and yeah. visions and and yeah. and it's answering a cry of their heart that they may not even have known that they had. Yeah. Well, and I don't know if people realize that out of almost 3 million people that it is considered 1.5% that are Christian in the entire country. 0.5% of that number are Arab Christian. 0.05% are Jewish believers in uh, in Jesus as, as Messiah. And so the, um, but we are seeing people's hearts being pulled uh, to the Lord and um, he's coming to them in dreams. He's meeting their needs because there's few of us on the ground. Yes. Well, but, but God will use you, the people that are on the ground wisely, I think. Well, yes. But he will use a rock. (laughs) If I'm not there, he'll use a rock. He'll come to them in their dreams. Right. So, yeah, I just think it's really awesome that God called you there because he does reach people through visions and dreams. But he he I mean, you're like a little walking or a big walking light, not big in size, a big big bright light for God while you're there. And I I I was blessed to go to Israel once and um, I gave a couple hundred albums away to whoever God said soldiers uh, Muslims, Hasidic Jews, every, everywhere, just right. like planning them, you know, and they were really open yeah, to me. Yeah, were open. They were really open. And so um, I just, I, when you're talking, I was like, that's so amazing that God can visit through the dreams, but he has you strategically placed yes. there because you're like a follow-up person too. Yeah. I, was, yeah, yeah. I mean, for what God's doing, you're part of his plan yes yes so we agree uh we here in uh, come together san diego that you are strategically placed and uh, we want you to feel free as god gives you stuff to figure out a time of course you know it's well i think 10 hours different in, in, in southern california than it is in israel and jerusalem so we might you might have to burn some midnight oil That's okay. uh Calling us <laughs> for you, anything, <laughs> but but we want to hear firsthand what God is doing there because th- this pivot, pivotal, you know, one of the things that I see happening is the things that are happening in Israel and Jerusalem are also happening in the United States. Yes, but bring that down to a microchasm in San Diego. What God is doing in Israel uh, and you know the different the wall issues and things like that and everything that's going on is happening in San Diego as well in a microchasm form. Yes. So I think when you report back on some of the things that are going on in Israel and with the conflicts in, between Israel and Palestine and things like that, there's conflicts in the United States as well. We can learn a lot from the conflicts that are going on in Israel and perhaps they can learn a lot from the conflicts that are going on here. You're, you get to be the ambassador going both directions. Any thoughts? I would, I would, lo- <laughs> I would love that. That's it's, it's an honor. Um, but there is some special spiritual connection yes. between the San Diego area and specifically um, Jerusalem yes. area. And I am I'm praying and asking the Lord, what is that connection? But I see um, businessmen going between one place and the other. Um, there is a, a big push in Israel to build their um, their infrastructure, you know, with businesses and, and strength. And so it would be amazing to me to see businesses, um, startups go to Israel. You know, let me ask a question because one of the things I observed, I, I, I love Netanyahu. Yeah. Netanyahu. He's a remarkable man, but he is also a pretty good 
promoter of what's going on in Israel. Yes. And he, he will tell you at a moment's notice how wonderful the businesses are there and the creativity of the people. But it, this is not just words. This is actually true. It's I true. mean, you look at, you look at uh, agriculture, you look at pharmaceutical, you look at uh, medical things, you look at innovations and computer related things. I mean, Israel is prolific in these things and they lead the way as for such a tiny, tiny, tiny country. God's definitely got his hand of yeah. creativity on them. And you know, my friend, let me extrapolate here, extrapolate also that God has his hand on the creative people like Hannah and San Diego as well. So the creativity of both of these areas is rich. You want to yes. talk a little bit about that? Well, I just, I, I think you're absolutely right. Um, I think it's, it's for a time such as this. Yes. Um, and you know, in the end times, it talks about that the riches will be coming into Israel. Yes. And we all know that they're brilliant, brilliant yes. people. Brilliant yes. and, and resourceful, and they don't stop. That's right. They that kind of sounds stop. like They're somebody that's, uh, at the helm in, in the United States, isn't it? Uh, resourceful and they don't stop. I think uh, God is turning the, the economy of the United States around, and God is also turning the economy of Israel around. I mean, it's an amazing parallel. Yeah. Blessed are those who bless Israel. Ooh. Let's say and that again. Mary. Blessed are those who bless Israel. As, right. as the United States has turned her face once again towards Israel to champion her Ooh. and also for Israel to champion the United States. Um, we have seen a turnaround in the economy here in the United States. Um, so I believe God is blessing us at, at this time yes. and woe be to us if we turn our back on her. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I have to laugh because the enemy and people of, of faiths that are against the Judeo Christian faith and that they, they call the United States, the big Satan and Israel, the little Satan when from a God perspective, it is completely the opposite. Yes. So you got to realize what's going on here. The enemy doesn't like what's going on here. Right. He doesn't like what's going on in Israel. He doesn't like what's going on in the United States. He doesn't like what's going on in Southern California. He's going to do what he can to stir things up. But, you know, I, I'm remembering um, Esther, how Haman is hanged from his own noose. Yes. And so I'm seeing that happening here and also in San Diego. But yes. also I'm seeing that happening in the Holy Land. You want to talk just briefly about that, Marie? Uh, well, I'm absolutely I love the the idea of of Esther. Uh-huh. Right now, um, it's a it's a theme. It is a theme that's yes. going around, you know, especially the who knows, but that you were created for such a time for as such a time this. as this. My listening friend, you know what? You have been created for such a time as this. Mary has been created for such yes. a time as this. Uh, Hannah has been created for such a time as this. And the question is, what are we going to do with it? You know, uh, Esther had an opportunity to say, I'll pass. Thank right. you. And uh, Mordecai said to her, you know, you can pass on this and somebody else will ra- raise to the occasion, but it may not be at this time. And now, but you have an opportunity, Esther, to rise to this occasion yes. and see God bless your boldness right. and my my listening friend whatever god is stirring in you god wants to bless that boldness because we are in those times now when there may be persecution right at the door but hang, hang on because jesus has already knocked on the on the door and he has already you already invited him in so when the enemy tries to come in like a flood the lord uh, raises a standard against him look right. out world look out for the plans that the enemy had against mm. you, you the united states of america you san diego california you Israel, because there's someone bigger than that problem that has the solution. And Hannah, I know you're you're a woman after God's own heart. Anything that we talk about stirring you, there may be be a new song coming out of you anytime. In fact, maybe before the end of the show. No. <laughs> 
everything's kind of stirring. I, I just, in my head, just keep hearing, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Yes. Because yes. I, I know that um, there's so much going on over there. And there was when Jesus was there, too. <clears throat> I mean, we he's... Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Okay. Well, get, her last song yeah. is about identity, right? Yes, yes. And for me, that this past season yeah. and the season I'm going into is in regards to teaching women their identity, my, whether my, my. they are the Jewish women or my Arabic uh, women. It is teaching them who they are in Christ and what their identity is so that we can strengthen that root and then work reconciliation between yeah. the two groups so that they can come together as mothers and daughters and sisters and stir up that remnant, to stir yes. up that hope and that yes, life. Yes, yes. We're going to talk about reconciliation. We're going to talk about praying for the peace of Jerusalem uh, in the next segment. So don't go away. I, I know you know that things are going on in this radio show right now. I didn't have this on my to-do list, <laughs> but we're going with it. So uh, that's what we do here. We hear what the Holy Spirit wants us to do, and we're going with this. So don't go away because we have an entire segment left to do this. This is Come Together San Diego. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. And thank you, my friends. I know you're you're buckled in on your... In your seat, listening to what God's doing in Israel and in San Diego, and there's a kind of a parallel universe going on here. <laughs> you know, we've, we've, we've had fun dealing with this, and Mary uh, is going to be our correspondent from, from Israel. Uh, she's going to be calling in periodically. But the thing that really struck me is amazing how the, the actual embassy, in, uh, the American embassy, is going to be uh, started in, in Jerusalem on May 14th. Yes. And the significance of that day? It is the Independence Day, Ooh. and, and other, other nations are uh, planning to move their their yes. embassies there. As well. Oh, yeah! <laughs> it's just a God thing, or what? It makes me want to. Ju- you know, we talked about a psalm that talks about God putting a song in your heart and in your mouth. So he, here goes: <clears throat> Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. God loves the city of Jerusalem. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. God loves the city of Jerusalem. Hannah? Um, God, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. <laughs> Let your spirit rain down in Jerusalem. Turn the eyes to you, God. Open arms for you, Lord. God, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Oh, Lord God. Is that amazing? See, and this is to create my hair, the hairs on my arm are standing up and Mary's <laughs> illustrating the same thing. But here, here's what's going on. God has that level of creativity for those who pursue him. He's going to open up that creative gate, open it wide, Amen. absolutely wide. And uh, eye has not seen, neither ear heard, has it either even entered into the heart of man. The things that God has in store for those who love him. And there's another phrase that 
that really comes to my mind, uh, Hannah and, and Mary, and that is you can't give up. You can't give up. A lot of, in fact, the, the solution, uh, the victory is just on the other side of the desire to give up. As, as soon as you can abate that desire to give up, uh, God says, I- I've already conquered the person. All you needed is the faith. Talk a little bit about that, Mary. Well, in Israel, yeah. the people are um, resolute and they do not and cannot give up. When Ooh. something happens, um, I've seen an attack just just outside of the, the gates of Jerusalem and people continue to go. They don't they don't um, shrink back. Yes. Um, and so there are people that are resolute. And I would hope and pray that the Christians here in the United States are not resolute are not shrinking back yes, in regards. Yes. In regards to um, being the watchman yes. upon the wall for Jerusalem to pray for the peace of the people and to remember them. It's a small, small number yes. of people yes. that are it, Christian. When I was over there not long ago doing this documentary uh, quest for truth, and you were involved in that to some degree as well. But uh, one of the things that I realized that there was somebody that was attacked in the old city and, uh, you know, that's a reason to shy away. We, we Americans think we just don't hang around there anymore because it's a dangerous place. Right. But Israel and the, and, and the Israel, the people of Israel do exactly the opposite. The opposite. They use that as a springboard to show God's presence. Yes. Talk a little bit about that. You, you, you've seen situations like that. Well, yeah, actually not too far from outside of my outside of my door. Um, they will they will continue to go. They don't they don't shrink back whatsoever. Um and they do. They use it as a springboard to yes. to show that um, evil will not stop them. Yes, and yes, yes. and they celebrate the life of of uh, the person that was taken. Yeah, yeah. And so it's a it's an amazing amazing thing. It's kind of like a Winston Churchill thing. Never, never give up. Never give up. And you know, Israel is resolute. And that one of the things that God has used the uh, Israel people, the Jewish people, for is because they have. A perseverance, and yes. you've seen it, you know, through Holocaust things. You've seen it through the many, many persecutions yeah. that they've undergone, and they just don't give up. They hang in there, and that heart for being resolute uh, pays off because God answers that, and He shows Himself mighty. Sometimes, my listening friend, the odds are seem like they're way, way against you. You know, in Esther's day, we talked about Esther. The odds were against them. It yes. looked like the the whole uh, group of Israelites or Hebrews were going to be annihilated yes. in this Persia because of Haman's strategy to destroy them. But uh, uh, the the Mordecai's heart cry to yes. Esther was, "Don't give up." Don't give up and see what happens. And then she asked for strategy from God yes. and she gathered people. Yes. One. And the, <laughs> so they said yes and amen. They prayed and they fasted. Yes. So there's power in agreeance. And then there's power in the, the praying and the fasting. Yes, yes, yes. Never give up is a wonderful theme. In fact, on your personal decree album, you have a song called Don't Give Up. Tell us just a little bit about that. Um, I wrote the song in tears, actually, mm. playing it on my keyboard. There were some people I know that were going through a hard time, and um, this person was suicidal, and I was mm. just like, dear God, please, you know, <laughs> just help them mm. to get their perspective right, you know, because God is so faithful. But when you're in the middle of hard things, sometimes you want to quit because yes. it's so overwhelming. Mm. Um, so I, I just started singing this song over this person. <sighs> And it was really funny because after I I um I finished it and recorded it, <laughs> I was like, "Okay, God, I'm done with music." And then I'm like, "Wait, I just, well, just I just recorded up. a song called 'Don't Give Up.'" I'm like, "Okay, I'm not giving up. Forgive me." 
Oh, my, my. My listening friend, I tell you, we're having such a great time on this radio show, Come Together San Diego. And as we go into the final break, I want to thank Hannah and Mary for joining us on this last hour. We found out a lot about Israel, Jerusalem, and God's plans for there. But we also found out a lot of God's plans for San Diego and the United States of America. So as I leave you with Hannah and Mary, I want you to know that it's our pleasure serving you on Come Together San Diego. And we want to play this song as we go out of this into the into the commercial break is called by Hannah Ford. Don't give up. Thanks for joining us. San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on AM 1210 K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.